0: Well, we're back. We're back. Welcome. We made it. I didn't think. Make it? I didn't think I was gonna make it this week. <laughs> I know. I told Ashley. I said, "Listen, um, if you can't make it, you can't make it because
1: things happen." But yeah, honestly, yesterday mm-hmm. it finally started getting to me mm-hmm. the the being stuck at home. Yeah, and I had been doing really well. I mean. Mm-hmm. I spend a lot of time at home anyway, Right. but yesterday I was like, I felt like I was going to lose my mind and I just wanted to work on my puzzle. I was like, I don't want to watch the show and take notes. It's going to be going to take me five hours. Mm -hmm. I just was having a major attitude problem yesterday.
0: Hey, it happens to the best of us. Oh my gosh. Mm
1: -hmm. I felt so bad for Eric because of course he's getting the brunt of it. Mm-hmm. And it just was bad. Yeah. So poor guy, but he's a trooper. And then he, he cooked dinner and he, Oh, what'd he make you guys? He made mushroom chicken. Mm, I made,
0: yeah. um, I made shredded beef burritos last night because I wanted something I could do in the instant pot. Mm. Um, and you know, my shredded beef. Mm -hmm. So, and it makes easy and delicious. It's so easy. It's yummy. And it like a roast is like three pounds. So yeah, the leftovers last me for a long time. So like that's what we're having for dinner tonight, especially because we're recording so late in the day. I'm like, Oh good. Mm. At least all I have to worry about for dinner is like reheating that stuff. Um, and finally enough, you are the one having like cabin fever and i'm the one that's like do i have to go to the store tomorrow how much longer can i make it before i have to leave this house again
1: <laughs> i mean it it's not that i'm and i don't necessarily i don't want to be around people because i don't want to be around people because right. of a safety issue it's i just was like i don't want to go for a walk i don't like because mm-hmm. we've been going for a lot of walks lately right but i just was like, I can't, we can't do anything. I can't mm-hmm. see any, like it just finally set in for a, a minute there. Yeah. And I was like feeling, ah, yeah. So it just, I mentally, I was not doing well yesterday. So yeah, I'm doing a lot better today. Good. Yeah.
0: We'll so, see. Maybe, maybe that'll be me next week. Right now I'm still like in the, I'm liking it phase, but that's also because Jason's been getting a lot of like yard work and stuff done that we've been saying we're going to get taken care of forever. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's been kind of like outside during the day working
2: mm-hmm.
0: because I feel like, cause now he's been home for a little over two weeks. And I think if he were inside that entire time with me, we probably would have like had some kind of blow up by now just because of proximity, like, right. <laughs> um, he's not going to work and then coming home, like. So, but he's been keeping busy because he gets stir crazy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and so, yeah. And then I set up, I kind of like spent the last couple of days setting my living room up for sewing and that puzzle table so I could put my puzzle together. It's still only just outlined. I haven't sat down to do anything else. And then I kind of found my groove with reading again. Mm-hmm. I was kind of having a hard time reading. And then like I blew through two books in a 24 hour period the other night. So I feel like I've kind of found a groove. So yeah.
1: uh, I'm good right
0: now. but. We'll well, and,
1: and work was keeping me going for a while, but now things are a little weird with work because yeah. we're, te- we're technically closed. And so mm. a lot of stuff has been shut down. So there isn't a ton for me to do, but I'm still mm-hmm. trying to stay busy. And then I just feel like I can't focus. And I don't know, it all just, it's it, yeah. it's been a couple little things here and there. And then yesterday it was like, it all kind of came compiled. to a head. Yes. And. Plus, I think, was it yesterday when the announcement was made that we have another month of this?
0: Yeah, it was yesterday or Sunday where they extended it to
1: April 30th. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, you know, I'm a homebody. I'm Mm -hmm. home most of the time anyway. I work from home already. And usually I am totally okay with that. But it just, you know, everybody everybody has their breaking point.
0: (laughs) Well, and even with you working from home, there'd be times I remember you would like – you'll just drive to the coffee shop and go get work done. So yeah. it's like you don't have that option. So it's just no, different when you know you can't just drive down the street to the coffee shop and sit there for a few hours just for a change of scenery. So
1: um, yeah, and that would kind of break up my day, you know, because mm-hmm. I would have meetings and I would go meet families at Starbucks or something. And that would be a little break of something that I would do and go do something and yeah, you know, a to like, get up and get ready and be productive. Mm-hmm. And all that kind of thing. And so it just, yeah, it's all gone now. <laughs> yep. Well, <laughs> yeah.
0: Today's the first day I was like, not that you, not that I need to have makeup on to see you. Cause I mean, we've known each other forever. We live together. We've seen each other in all sorts of, um, what, what phases, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> but I was like, you know what? We're recording today. That's something that's like on the schedule. So I'm yep. going to get up. I'm
1: going to get ready. So I like yep. put makeup on. I put like real clothes on. Well, I, I did have, the same like, thing. I made but, myself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I was like, I was like, I'm going to put a little eyeshadow on today. Uh-huh. Me, too. <laughs> Me too.
0: Me too. Me like, too. I'm really not going to wear sweatpants. <laughs> mm-hmm. I am still in leggings, but I am in a real sweater. I did. I guess you could say I did my hair. I have been all about. I my hair's not long enough to pull it all the way up into a bun, but I can do half up bun. Right. Which kind of just leaves the bottom half to do its own thing because I have natural curl. So mm-hmm. it kind of works. So technically I'm doing my hair, but I'm not spending a ton a ton of time on it. it keeps it out of my face.
1: Right. But yeah. So yeah. So hey, we're you, all, we're all finding ways to cope, you know? Right. And
0: say so you do what you got to do to cope <laughs> and that's that. So it means yeah. getting up and putting makeup on, even if you have nothing to do, it means, yep. it means it's just part of your routine. So, yep. um, so we hope you guys are yeah. coping.
1: Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. How are
0: you guys coping? What are you guys doing to break up the monotony in your day? Like we're up to, we're open to ideas. So
1: yeah, honestly, what are you guys doing? Yeah. Um,
0: Another thing before I forget, so we are going to do another watch party because Yay! that was a lot of fun. Oh my gosh, it was last so much week, fun. and you guys, we had like almost from I think we averaged about twenty five people in there. Sometimes there were a few more, but not everybody could stay. But for the most part, we had consistently twenty five people in that group watch, mm-hmm. and there were oh, there were almost fifteen hundred comments by the time we finished that episode from twenty five people. <laughs> That's so awesome. It so, so it was. Mm-hmm. And again, something to break up the monotony of just being home all the time. And there is just something relaxing, I think, specifically for you and me because we don't have to take notes while we're watching that episode. We don't have to pay as close attention. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? We because can just we're enjoy just, it. Yeah. So that was so nice. And I put up a, a poll in the Facebook group to vote on the next episode they want to watch. And it overwhelmingly is just episode 12 because we watched episode 11 last week. So I think we're just going to do episode 12, although we're going to do it Saturday this time because most of you guys said that worked better for you. Yeah. So Saturday at noon, California time, which is, uh, Moran figured this out, which is 1900 gmt Time so um yeah wherever you land in your time zone you can do the math and you'll know what time it'll be for you yeah so yeah if you want to be a part of that join our Facebook group this week we got a flood of new members um, this last week so
1: yeah yeah join make us make sure you're... you answer the questions though yes you guys, please 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 you have to answer the questions <laughs> yes they're easy if you listen to the podcast so
0: yeah that's the whole thing is we want people in there who actually are listeners so right. exactly. um. So yeah, just answer them. And then you can join us this Saturday for our fun watch party for volume 12. And then another thing, do we want to talk to them about our idea for the finale
1: since our live watch in LA
0: kind of got bungled
1: up? Yeah. Well, plus, you know, this week is 47. So we're only a Mm -hmm. few away Mm -hmm. from this. Um, So I I feel like having a few weeks for them to kind of prep. So obviously we can't do a live watch in LA with everybody. But we were thinking the next best thing, especially because of how well the live watch went online in the Facebook mm-hmm. group, we were thinking that it would be a lot of fun to do a live watch with you guys, or maybe even not a live watch, but a live mm-hmm. discussion. Yes. Um, where we would be watched. <laughs> we yes. would be up Ashley and and I. Talking through our mm-hmm. zoom or Skype, whatever we're going to end up using. Mm-hmm. And, um, we would be basically live recording the episode with you guys there chatting in the,
0: in the comments. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So one of our,
1: po- go ahead.
0: No, go ahead. Oh, I was saying just one of the podcasts we listened to just did that this week for their hundredth episode celebration. Mm-hmm. And it was so fun. So was the so two fun. hosts, the two hosts were live. Um, In Zoom, but they embedded it into their Facebook group so that the us, the listeners, we the listeners, were able to see them while they were recording. And then we were able to type comments and things like that to ask them questions or just give input about you know what they were talking about. And it was so fun. So we thought that'd be a really cool thing to do for 51 is Mm -hmm. once Ashley and I watch it, we record the episode just like we are right now with Zoom, Mm -hmm. but in Facebook. So you guys can type in your commentaries, your questions, all that stuff. So I think that would be a lot of fun anyway. So that's our idea. So it's kind of a compromise. We Mm -hmm. can't all, we can't all be together, but we can kind of all be together. (laughs) Right. Right. So anyhow, I think now all that, that business is out of the way. Do you have anything else before we move on to question of the week? I don't think so. All right. Well, um, because I actually have a computer that works with a webcam Mm -hmm. and all that I can, um, pull up my stuff on my phone. Like I could not do last week. Yay! So last week question of the week was what is your favorite JJ moment of the series? Which this is a good one because there are so many good JJ. So moments. many. Um, I loved Giselle's it's a classic. She just said when he hid behind the potted plant, <laughs> when he like walks into John's office, <laughs> and sees he, him and M kind of being all cozy um and he tries to hide himself behind that tiny plant that cannot hide him at all yes that's a good one so good a lot of people um overwhelmingly picked the episode um where he i think it's 13 is it 13 12 14 gosh i should know this anyways somewhere between 12 and 14 when <laughs> M secretly tells him a secret when they're in John Bay's kitchen, and tells oh yeah, yeah, yeah. John is the albatross, mm-hmm. but it's a secret. And JJ, of course, we all know how he reacts to the word secret. The big blow up, yes. And he goes tearing through the yard. He like grabs leaves and shoves them in his mouth, mm-hmm. and winds up in the pool so he can scream underwater that yeah. John Bay is albatross. <laughs> I feel like if
1: anything embodies him, it's oh, that. My gosh. Yeah. It's
0: that moment.
1: Yeah. It's, it's a split for me between that Mm. moment because yeah, I feel like that's like the classic JJ moment. Yes. And then when he... When he jumps on John, when he flies Mm -hmm. through the air at Fikriharika and and jumps on John when John comes back from prison, when he's like, My best friend, oh, my friend is gone. And then he's like talking to Ghoulies about John. Yeah. And then when John gets let out from prison, he's like, John. And he turns around and it's the slow motion of him through the air. (laughs) That,
0: oh my gosh, that is such. Gosh, that's such a good moment. It is. Um, let's see. What else? And um, I'm uh, Lee said, again, so hard to choose. So many to choose from. My favorite moments are the ones where he catches John M in intimate situations and mm. starts freaking out. Because there are plenty of those. Um, and then Dina said, she says there's a lot, but. I think she's the only one that said this too. This is a good moment when, when they have, when JJ and Sun M have the slap fight outside of John's oh front gosh. door. Yes. <laughs> so good. And then let's see, let me switch over to Twitter. Those were some of Instagram's answers and on Twitter. Oh shoot. I unpinned. Sorry guys. I usually have our most recent episode pinned to the top of our page, but last week, Ashley put up a hilarious picture <laughs> of John. Just go look at our pinned tweet right now. Um, it's from 46. It's from 46. And it's yeah. when John goes into Sonam's room to sleep next to her. And Ashley captioned it, social distance, John. And you guys loved that thing. It's still getting likes and retweets. So I pinned it.
1: I know but- that thing went. EK fandom viral it
0: did (laughs) it's really funny so um okay found it so on Twitter uh Moran said his comic run his comic runs are classic but I have to say my favorites were every time he stood up for Sanem showing what a great friend he is even when he had to tell her some hard facts never never letting her down unlike everybody else Mm. and I have to agree because how I mean we're 46 seven episodes in now and how many times have we said we all need a friend like jj and we all need to be a friend like jj
1: it's true um
0: carolina i liked her she said it's not really a moment but it's more of a mannerism the way he walks and holds his su- suspenders when he walks like yes. when he does that little like strut and he's like holding his suspenders i was like that's actually that's really good yeah uh, rainy day said e- anytime he was asked to keep a secret and, uh, Sandira said, if I had to choose one, it would be, uh, his and son M's bickering anytime they kind of bicker back and forth.
1: I love their sibling type of relationship. Yeah. It's so
0: good. And then Nara said using, when he used the filters on Emre's face, <laughs> I forgot about that. Me too. Me too. Um, and then she also said she also just basically reiterated his loyalty to Sanem, mm-hmm. um his infatuation with John, and even his double act with Muzo. Like, you know, they weren't besties to begin with, but they have like a little bromance going by the end of the show. So That's true. So yeah. Oh, and then someone had to mention, of course, when he's dressed as John selling the lemons at the oh, bazaar.
1: Yeah, that's right. From 41. <laughs> So
0: many good ones. So yes. Um mine what I think mine is the pool incident, just because mm-hmm. like I said, that just totally embodies JJ in a nutshell. Classic JJ. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, oh shoot. I got the hashtag in summary this week, but I forgot to translate the hashtag. So oh. um, sorry guys. So the hashtag was which means, I'm typing it literally right now. <laughs> it means a brand new adventure, which I think that's actually pretty fitting
1: for yeah, this episode. Yeah, I would say.
0: Yeah. Uh, so episode summary. Sanem decides to give John something that he gave up for her, which John is reluctant to accept unless she agrees to one condition. While she's trying to overcome her fear of John leaving again, she thinks this gift will be a sign of her trust. She uh, also realizes the sacrifices that he's made for her. And John, meanwhile, is busy trying to uh, solve a problem, which I, when I was reading that, I was like, what problem is he trying to solve? But I realized as I was watching, I believe it's the problem of her parents like and how they oh, feel about okay. him uh, and how they feel about him. Um, and then I, I just added this, I put with our ship finally sailing again, are they in for smooth waters or is a storm just ahead?
1: Mm. <laughs> hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, this episode.
0: Yeah. I can tell you right now, this is only the second <laughs> time I've
1: ever watched it because me too. And I don't think I ever watched it with subs. Mm-hmm. I think this is the first time I watched it with subs subtitles. Yeah, I it,
0: and the thing is, it's a really good episode, yeah, pretty much for in its entirety as far as the John yes. M stuff goes.
1: Yes, um, lots of good John M stuff.
0: Yeah, so it's worth watching. It's just when you know what's coming.
1: Mm, yeah, the second I realized that, I was like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. So um, Ooh, should we do a quick cover of lame Mahale yes. ridiculousness? Yes, there was a lot of it this episode, which part of me was grateful for. <laughs> me too. I texted because... Chris... uh-huh. text Kristen last night and I was like, okay, I'm actually weirdly thankful that there was a lot of throwaway stuff in this episode because... I I felt like it got me through the episode quicker because I didn't have to take those extensive notes on all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because with all the John M stuff, I'm like, I write every single tiny little thing down, but with the lame stuff, I'm like, Oh, we can recap that and not talk a lot about it.
0: Exactly. Uh, so yeah. So before we dive into that wonderful opening scene, let's talk about, um, Layam, the mahalay and kind of some knee hot basically with knee hot he's still just being dumb about food like he's not yeah. being an adult about the fact that he needs to eat better for his health right so um, they're still treating him like a child right uh mev kabe does wind up coming back yeah um, because she's like well i heard how ridiculous you were being and i'm here to basically keep you on track mm-hmm. so she comes back um Layla and Emre are really, she's like stress eating and it's like, she's stress eating all the junk food that she's hiding from her dad, Mm -hmm. which I'm kind of like, what do you
1: have to be stressed about? Like, I, I, my assumption is it's because of their, the whole music career thing.
0: Yes, it is. Because guess what guys, they can't seem to stick with anything because by the end of this episode, they've decided they're done with the music industry. Yeah. And they're just going to start from scratch something else all over again. Yeah. Because I guess they can because they're living at mommy and daddy's house as grown married adults. They can do whatever they want. Exactly. So that's essentially what goes on with them. Like
1: really. Yeah that's all it is. I mean she writes it she does write the jingle Mm -hmm. for Sun M's creams. Right. But then that just ends up being stressful to her. Right. And then they do like a focus group with the Mm -hmm. ladies at from the Mahale, but mm. then Mev Kabe is just yelling at all of them if they give a mediocre review of either of her daughters.
0: Right. Which I'm like, um, hello, you treated Sanem like she was beneath mediocrity for the first how many episodes of this yep. show?
1: Yeah, I know. I know. It so, doesn't make any sense. I know. So that's really, that's kind of it. Yeah. That's because all that
0: happens. That really is all that happens because… There will be point. There will be some scenes that involve them we can't skip near the end of the episode, right? Um, that we'll need to get into. So we'll get into that when we get there. But that's honestly essentially it, you guys. It for being such a small amount of happening, there was a lot of scenes involving them. Yeah, that's true. So that's that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let's talk about that lovely opening scene.
1: <laughs> so. We get the whole thing all over again, which mm-hmm. is wonderful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so John is at the truck. That's kind of where it starts out. And he goes to open the door. Like he's going to leave. Obviously changes his mind. Sometimes mm-hmm. comes after him. They are. Not argue, but they talk and she's telling him, you know, I just don't want you to leave me again. You have to promise me you're not going to leave. And John says, I'm not going to leave. He says, what do you want, Sanem? And then she launches herself at him and kisses his face off. That's right. Except now we get to see the rest of it. Yeah. She
0: immediately gets like flustered. Like, (sighs) what the heck did I just do? She goes into insanity mode. Uh Uh-huh. And... She basically is like, see you
1: later. And like, yeah, she she's like, I oh my gosh, uh, I'm so sorry. And then he I love this because he's like, Don't be sorry, you kiss pretty well. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so good. And then she's like, Oh, oh, are we talking about this now? And then uh-huh. yeah, she like she like panics, uh-huh. and then she's like, uh, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna leave. <laughs>
0: yeah, she does the she basically does the equivalent of Nick from New Girl's panic moonwalk out of there.
1: <laughs> That's and, a really good comparison. <laughs> right? It's like her version of it. And
0: she like blows him a kiss as she's leaving. And then it's like, wait, what am I doing? I keep like yeah. sending kisses to
1: him. <laughs> she's like, she's like, shouldn't I apologize to you? I mean, I, I just up and kissed you. like." <laughs> She's like, how could I do something like this? So suddenly she's just, she's lost her mind. She has. And then she runs away and John's like, don't run in your heels. You're going to fall. And then she comes back and then she runs away again. And yep, it's just chaos. And it's well, so good.
0: And it's funny because she was literally just freaking out. Like, I need you to promise you're never going to leave me again.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and, and then, then she like, runs away.
0: She runs away and leaves him at his truck. Um, crazy, so, crazy son M, but this is to be expected because it's son M. So even mm-hmm. John is just kind of like smiling. Yeah. He leaves cause he's like, well, clearly it affected her. Yes. <laughs> and Hey, so, he got a kiss out of it. So yes, he did. <laughs> he's not mad. Nope. So she runs off. She winds up back on the farm
1: uh-huh. talking.
0: The scarecrow version of John.
1: Yes. As Mirabon stands and watches her.
0: Uh-huh. And
1: she's like, Oh, um, it's this new therapy Denise invented. <laughs> Cause she's basically apologizing to the cardboard version mm-hmm. of John. And she's like, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have done that. I didn't mean to do that. Let's let's just both forget about it. Yeah. And Mirabon's like, Son M, are you doing okay over there? And then yeah, she just she blames it on Denise. So, and speaking of, Denise is
0: leading some kind of, all the other goofs is what I said, mm-hmm. in like meditating breath therapy, they keep calling it.
1: Yeah, breathing exercises.
0: Yeah. M um, walks up during that and she's still flustered because they're like, oh, how did it go? And she's like, oh, we just kissed. And they're <laughs> like, you kissed Jamal? And she's like, well, no, no. Um, I mean, we met. We met up and like kind of starts to update them a bit on the Jamal drama. But then she's like, okay, I have to go. Um, I'll kiss you all later. Or like she just just keeps saying
1: kiss. uh It keeps, kiss keeps coming out of her mouth and they're all Uh just looking at her and they can tell something's happened or or something. She's obviously being weird. Right. (laughs) And she can't stop saying the word kiss. So they're just kind of bewildered as she's like, okay, bye. And she Mm -hmm. just leaves without actually giving them the update on what happened. She kind of does. She like explains that he had a a warehouse full of her, her creams and, but they, she still doesn't really give them the full story. Right.
0: So meanwhile, our sweet John Bay is being very contemplative Mm -hmm. while holding The bandana. Yep. And of course, Baba knows what's going on. Uh huh. So uh, Aziz sits down and basically asks him what he's thinking about. Mm -hmm. And John is thinking about the ocean or the sea. Uh huh. But then, of
1: course, the way he's talking about it, the sea. Mm -hmm. Do you have screenshots from that? I do. Okay. So he's like, uh, Yeah. So Aziz is like, Oh, you know, What are you thinking about? And John says, The sea, however much you think you can know it, you can never know it truly and solve Mm it. He says, It may swing you around with its waves and toss you with the wind. Mm -hmm. You think you see it through and then you flip over. But even if you're scared and it surprises you, you can't leave it with the great passion that you have. And then Aziz looks at him and he says, uh, are we still talking about the ocean? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and he's, he's like, we are still talking about the sea, right? And John's like, yeah, definitely. So he says, well, then why don't I tell you something? He says, whatever you experience in life, whatever whether it's good or bad, whatever adventure you go through, don't ever give it up. It's such a great passion. And John says, the sea? Are we still talking about the sea? So they're basically both doing double talk and they both understand that they're both doing double talk with this. So Aziz basically says, you know, it's easy to be a captain in calm weather, but the truth is not to let the ship get out of control during a storm. And so he's basically obviously telling him, ride the situation out in the storm as well as in the fair weather. So I thought it was good advice from Baba. Totally agree.
0: Because Baba Aziz, we love him. He's so wise.
1: He's the best.
0: He's wise and he's patient and he just, yeah, he always has the right words of encouragement. Mm -hmm. So then we have the next day and I said, please know our girl not only wrote a lot, but she slept very well. Mm -hmm. She's well rested. And really the only thing on her mind is where John is because she hasn't seen him since she like ditched him yesterday at the truck. Yeah. And she's like, where is John? Where is John? Has anyone seen John? And, and Denise is like, well, he's probably sleeping still. And she's like, no, I don't think that's it. And she's like, again, she tells Denise like, I'm well rested. I wrote a lot. And she's like, oh, you did. What did you write about? And she's like, well, we kissed. I mean, my ideas kissed each other <laughs> as in like they just sort of all came together and overlapped and. It still a- has
1: kissing on the brain. Uh huh.
0: So um, she's clearly still flustered, and she just mm-hmm. wants to find John. Um, however, Huma shows up, and if this is Ugh. not the
1: biggest letdown of injustice, I know it, it, of what any television show ever. I mean, yeah. this is I arguably this is the the worst justice served to a villain ever 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 ever. because there's literally none nothing so basically huma
0: shows up and says hey i have a letter for you it's from yeet i haven't read it but i told him i would get it to you Mm -hmm. and essentially you know it when she eventually goes to read it a few minutes later all it is is him apologizing and saying you were right like I did let my feelings for you cloud everything. I got too involved. Don't worry. I'm out of your life. And I even removed myself from all the contracts you have with the publisher in the States. So it's mm-hmm. just between you and that publisher so that your book will still get published there, but I'm not involved. I'm headed back to Canada. Peace out. The end. Yep. And that's it. And you know, if he real even if this would, here's what would have been even better, not what I want, but if he had at least admitted to everything in the letter, like, Hey, I really screwed up. I actually faked my injury. I played a very big role in the fact that you and John were separated for a year. Yeah. I'm very sorry. And I'm horrified at the situation that I helped create and how it ruined both of your lives. There's no justice for anything. Right. Because later on, M does say something to herself about how she's like, you know, she's questioning like whether John regrets like her kissing him and all the stuff. And she's like, no, I think he does want to be with me. Like, you know, and he was right about yeet. Like, so she admits to herself like that John was right about him. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'm glad for that, that she knows that John was right about him. Right. But it just bothers me that we never get to see her understand exactly what he did.
1: It's too little too late. Right. It's it's nothing too late. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. like, (laughs) yeah, it's, this is the, probably the most aggravating thing about this entire series to me. And if I could change one thing, this might be the one thing that I change because Mm -hmm. if anybody deserves justice, it's idiot. Yep. I totally
0: agree. And just for John to really be, I'm glad, yes, Sanem believes him, but just for him to be proven, like, look, I was not crazy. He
1: burned the notebook and then he faked his dang injury to. Well, and that's not even counting the whole Jamal situation with the cream. Like that, that was only one of the wrongs Mm -hmm. that he did to John and M. It's like he did horrible thing after horrible thing after horrible thing and nothing got resolved. There was no No. justice. He's just gone. He's in, in Canada. Yep. So yeah,
0: it, uh, it's so angering.
1: Yeah. A letter,
0: a letter. She doesn't even get to like kick him out of the country herself where she's basically like, I found all this out, get out of my sight before you're afraid of like, can you imagine her at being like? At least give us that. Yes, like you're afraid of John. Wait till you see what I want to do to you now that I know all of this.
1: Yeah, like, at least give us one scene with the two of them where the truth comes out and she can officially, finally, tell him the truth to his face of what mm-hmm. he deserves and yes. how little he means to her and all of this stuff. Where she, yep. as the the main person, obviously he did a lot of wrongdoing to John as well, but. You know, all this crap affected her so much. Right, right. John left because of that stupid idiot. Right. And anyway, uh, well, we could probably rant on this for a really. <laughs> I know. I know. My, I'm like getting revved up, and I was like, okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yep. There's something else, but I'll save it till we get to the because I had a thought. Okay. At a later moment in the episode that re- that comes back to this, but okay.
1: Anyways, um, on a happier side note. I love Son M's outfit this day. Yes, She's the black, black and, and the sheer. The black and uh huh. I love it so much. Me I too.
0: Totally agree. Um, so yeah. Um, what else? What happens next after that? Angering, angering letdown. I know. So Vicky
1: so, gets a new campaign. Hmm. Um, but they're like panicking because it's is it the yacht race one? Yeah,
0: and. I didn't fully really understand because also while they're kind of a bit freaking out, Sanem is also panicking that John has left. So we're kind of bouncing between Fikri Harika kind of panicking about work stuff, but Sanem panicking about where the heck is John. Right. Um, Also, Duran
1: looks so good in fuchsia. She does. It is her color. Yes, I agree. Um, Yeah, so they're kind of All the Fikri stuff this episode is a little wild. Mm -hmm. Um, They kind of like – they get the yacht race thing, and JJ and Muzo go and talk to some guy, uh, like some captain at the coast, and it's all this random stuff. And then they're trying to get a new campaign with a company that they worked with a long time ago, Mm -hmm. some textile company – on on my version of this episode, they were bleeping out the name yep. of the textile company. Did they do yeah. that on yours? Yeah. I'm wondering if they were using actually
0: like a real name of one. They must have. And that like they don't have the they didn't have the copyright or permission to. I don't know. Weird because yeah. they I feel like they could have just used any random fake name. Yeah. So I don't know what that was about. Yeah.
1: So, um anyway, back to Son M and John. Yes.
0: Yeah. So she's panicking. Did he take off? But then she sees his truck and she's like, well, maybe he is still sleeping. Mm -hmm. So she and all during all this too, her head voice is planting ideas in her head. And so she winds up going to his place, lets herself in, argues with her voice. Because she fell
1: and hit his head or something. Yes. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) And she has to save him. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And, um, Mirabon and Aziz wind up finding her in his room. Cause she's like thinking, is he packing? Cause she sees like clothes and stuff on the bed. And right as she's holding up a pair of his boxer briefs <laughs> and they find her like Sanem, are you okay? Is everything all right? And she's like, Oh Yeah. Um, I think she mentioned something about like doing laundry or checking laundry. Yeah.
1: She's like, I was going to do some laundry. So I just thought I would check to see if he had anything. Yeah. Meanwhile, she's got his chonies just like hung up right by her face. She's like playing with them. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's, it's so funny. And they're like, uh, Did something
0: happen that you want to tell us about? Yeah. And then, so after that, um, muzo and jj i I kept writing burton ernie for them because i just love that nickname for them
1: it's Um, very funny and
0: fitting yes so this is when they go and kind of like you kind of mentioned they're talking to like a captain or someone who owns a yacht or something to get i'm guessing doing research for the campaign it's not really clear yeah um then son m winds up telling layla about the kiss layla comes to the farm uh-huh. She kind of tells Layla about it. They have a little like sister confidant type moment. Mm-hmm. And then she heads back to Duren uh, because Duren, again, is the only one who's consistently working for the company. I know. For th- this show. and then Duren going-
1: needs to take over Fikri Haruka.
0: Yes. Oh, later in the episode when Aziz is like, hey, like I'm ready to give up my shares. I'm like, please give them all to Duran." That's exactly what I was thinking. She's yeah. She's the
1: only one who deserves them anyway. Yes,
0: it's true. So anyhow, um, JJ and Muzo come back from their little adventure and M kind of tries to ask hypothetical advice from Muzo. Like, yes. hey, <laughs> if an ex-girlfriend of yours happened to, you know, <laughs> just kiss you. Um, Out and of then, nowhere. where. Like, out of nowhere and, and then, then ran run. away. Like, what would you do? Well, it doesn't go well because Muzo's like, well, who is it? Ghoulies? And she's like, yeah, like Ghoulies. And then he's like, he just goes off.
1: He's like, he, I would have fire, fire in my bones and I murder would, in my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> he just loses it.
0: Right. Which of course on like, oh yeah, of course you would. Like
1: She's like, "Oh no! What have I done?" Right.
0: So it doesn't go well. Um. She's freaking out. Balut shows up, and then right behind Balut is John. Oh my who gosh! Has, who has clearly not left?
1: What a babe walk this is. Oh, this is one of the best babe walks of all the babe walks. One of the very best. <laughs> I I mean I understand. You know his his t shirt is pretty moth ridden. <laughs> But you know what?
0: He pulls off those mothra. Those are some of my favorite shirts of his.
1: Somehow it works. Mm -hmm. Somehow it works. And it's just a great babe walk. Yep. So he comes up um, and Sunim runs to him and hugs him. (laughs) She's so relieved. She's not even
0: paying attention to the fact that they're being watched. She can't help herself. It is
1: so good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then she's like, oh, she realizes what she's done again. Everyone's watching her. Everyone's watching and they're all just kind of staring at them like, what is going on? And so she just continues basically for the rest of this episode for or for the next like half hour She Mm -hmm. just continues to lose control of her faculties whenever John is around. Mm -hmm. She hugs him. She'll kiss him. She just, like, can't stop herself.
0: Well, and when she is hugging him, she kind of pulls away once she realizes, like, oh, like, uh, we have an audience. And he says, won't you kiss me? Uh Uh-huh.
1: In, like, the growliest voice. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I... I After he said that because she's like she's like silly, she like yeah. up and she's like she calls him a rascal. <laughs> she's like My- you or
0: scoundrel. It's like scoundrel or rascal.
1: See mine said silly, like you silly. <laughs> <laughs> but I like rascal better. <laughs> But the way he says it, it's oh, all man. deep and growly, and, but
0: it's like low and Ugh. like intimate. Oh, oh, my, my gosh. gosh, so good. Yeah, we better move on. So, <laughs>
1: <laughs> so uh, she there. Everybody's basically like, "What's going on, Sonam?" <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, I hugged him because I learned everything. I know everything. I've I found it, I found it all out." And Baloo is like. Oh, great John, you told her after we you promised that we were going to tell her together or whatever. So Sanem obviously was just making crap up. Right. But there really but, is something to be told. <laughs> yeah. So she catches on and she's like, "Oh yeah, absolutely I did. Huh, John, John, why don't you tell everybody what the big secret is?" Uh-huh. And basically again in the flick of a couple sentences the Jamal problem has been fixed. Right. So, um, yep. And then,
0: so everyone's happy. There's more hugging. Son M hugs John. Yeah. Because this is actually the first time she's hearing that. So she's yes. very happy about it and hugs him. Yeah. Everyone at this point is suspiciously happy because they're like, she is all over him. Mm-hmm. Like something has changed. None of them are saying anything, but they're basically like, hmm, there are good things happening. Yeah. And then, Someone is it Sanem? Yeah, it has to be Sanem. She's the only one who knows. Basically, is like and Yeet's gone now,
1: and yes, she tells yeah. everybody that she got the letter, and yeah, because they're so they're now, like good things keep happening today, right? And then um, yeah, so they explain that Jamal didn't have a license for his creams, and then she hugs him again, and I and John, John's like, I think I deserve a kiss now. <laughs> So, so then they're kind of back to the whole yacht campaign thing. Right. Um, we get a weird side, a side here of Huma being dumb. Yeah.
0: Typical. Like she pretends, yeah, she pretends to be hurt in the woods to get Aziz to help her because he and Mirabon are out walking. It's like, what? I don't, first of all, oh brother. And what are you trying to accomplish? I know. Um, So then we're in the kitchen and M's making lemonade. And John walks right into her space. He um he winds up like right behind her and he starts rapid fire questioning her uh-huh. because, because he is still like, why did you hug me like so enthusiastically when I walked in? Uh-huh. And he kind of is suspicious and already kind of has an idea of why, but she won't tell him. She's like, no reason. And he rapid fire asks her questions like, oh, were you, what about this? What about this? And she's like, no, no. And he's like, were you afraid I had left? And she's like, no. And he says, nice weather we're having today, huh? And she's like, no. Oh, <laughs> dang it. I mean, uh, and he's like, mm-hmm, I knew it. And he like pinches her cheeks and, um, it's just really cute. And she called, but then she calls him John Bay and he's like, wait, wait, we're back to John Bay? Like, John Bay again? She's like, well, yeah, because we're partners. Mm-hmm. And he's like, mm-hmm, okay. Like, <laughs> all right. Like, we can play this game because he's not buying it. He knows better, but he's oh, like, yeah. okay, this is how you want to go about it. Let's go about it. Um, so it's just very cute. It's just, I love it because it. I think he like kind of like puts his hand on her face at one point. like mm-hmm. uh, it's, just, it's like he cannot help
1: but touch her. Like, It seems the the same way for both of them this episode. mm -hmm. They just can't control themselves anymore. Yeah, and I love it.
0: Uh Uh-huh. So then we have this weird scene, again, where we're back with Huma. She's, like, laid up on the couch outside pretending to nurse her injury. And Mirabon's, like, annoyed. Yeah. Which I am totally understanding of. I would be, too. And then Mirabon's
1: stepdad shows up from Puerto Rico? Yeah, but it's weird because she calls him stepdad. Right. But then he says it's the anniversary of the day they all met. Yeah. And he says something about class union day. Right. And I'm like, okay, does that mean you were in school together? And I think that's what it is because otherwise I'm like, how would human know him? Like that would make no sense. Right. But Um. Are they that much older than Mirabon for him to be her stepdad? It was just kind of confusing to me.
0: Or I wonder if it's just a different term of affection that was just poorly translated. That's like my
1: best guess mm-hmm. because they all seem to be around the same age.
0: Yeah. So well, and then later when Huma gets a ride with him, she introduces him as like her cl- one of her classmates. Yes. So- yeah. So basically like he's here to visit. I'm not really sure his purpose for even being, it feels right. very point- pointless, mm-hmm. but at least for the time being, he takes Huma away. Cause he and Huma wind up leaving him. Yeah. Let's catch up. Like I'll give you a ride. Goodbye. So then Fikri is working on the yacht campaign. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get help from John because they're like, well, listen, you lived on a boat for a year, blah, blah, blah. But
1: he's distracted. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's very distracted uh-huh
0: <laughs> eventually though they do get his attention and he starts explaining what the sea meant to him like yes it, and did you get screenshots of this i did because as he's explaining it it really gets sun M's hamster wheel turning in her brain like it really gets her thinking like oh crap like what did he give up for me? And is he changing himself for me again? And like, as we determined episodes ago, when they cleared the air, neither one of them
1: wants to do that. They don't want to force the other person to change who they are. Right. So he basically says that the sea was his way of finding himself and that every new place that he sees becomes a part of him. Mm -hmm. And that leaving, you know, going on his boat reminds him of freedom. And, um, that's, Basically it. So right Sanem, we, we find this out a little bit later, so I guess we can wait for that. But um, she basically ends up talking to Mirabon about this later on. Yeah. You and, can go to that because that's honestly the next major thing. Well, and it's relevant. She, yeah. So
0: yeah, because there's nothing but Huma, right? <laughs> right. It's just Huma and Salim visiting the Mahali, which we kind of already okay. mentioned.
1: Yeah. So it's later that night. Uh-huh so she's like Mirabon, like he sold his boat to prove that i that he would stay mm-hmm. and i made him sell his soul and Mirabon basically says look if he really is your albatross mm-hmm. then the way that you'll find out is if you set him free and then sunem's like yeah and then he'll return and she's like yes mm-hmm. but he won't return to his cage he'll come to your shoulder right and um sunem basically is like, okay, like I have to be – she's kind of realizing she has to be willing to let John go because mm-hmm. all she's been telling him is you have to promise not to leave me again. You have to promise not to leave right. me again. But if she's really going to trust him the way that she is claiming to, mm-hmm. then the way that for her to show her trust is for her to be willing to let him go and right. to trust that he will actually come back. Right. So I thought that was a, a nice little addition because – they've already been working on building their trust back up so much. Mm -hmm. And with the way that the last episode ended and with some of the arguments that they've had and the discussions that they've had, Mm -hmm. all this stuff coming to the surface. And it's like, yes, they're, gosh, they're finally working this stuff out. And this is kind of, to me, the, the big huge proof that she does trust him. Right. Yep. So, um,
0: following that whole sentiment the next morning she finds Aziz who is hilariously exercising outside and she kind of starts to exercise with him. Uh huh. And it just looks ridiculous. Uh, and she basically says, I need your help with something. Mm-hmm. We don't really know what it is, just that there's something she needs his assistance on. Yep. So those two trot off mm-hmm. uh, into the morning and go take care of whatever they're going to take care of.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Meanwhile, Fikriharika is still working on stuff. And John is like, where's M? She's not here.
1: <laughs> They've and, swapped places now.
0: Right. And he kind of is like, yeah, forget work. And he starts to walk around and he finds Mirabon. And he's like, hey, have you seen M? Well, Mirabon knows what she's up to. so She kind of plants a little seed. She doesn't really tell him anything other than like, well, you know, I saw her and but she seemed very nervous and um, you know, just kind of plants these little seeds in his head. Right. And she's all pleased with herself when he walks away. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. And then um so then I wrote go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, uh then Emre comes to the farm. Yes. Is was there something before that you were gonna talk about?
0: Um, other than just like, I just put once again, Duren is the glue that holds Harika together. Yeah. Because you know, they're still trying to work on stuff. They're stressed about things and she's just sitting there at that farm table, like consistently being the only one working and getting things done. Seriously. But yeah, right after that,
1: Emery shows up. So Emery shows up and, um, they have like a brother talk and, uh, Emory's like, well, what's going on? And mm-hmm. John, d- does John, John does tell them that 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 they kissed, right? Right, because I'm sorry, pot calling the kettle
0: black. Him telling, oh. John, you're moving quickly, Mister. I barely got back together with the girl I had hardly been with as it was and, and then he married immediately her.
1: Got married. Yep.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, John, you're moving kind of quickly. Even yeah. though at this point he and son have known each other for around two years. Like, yeah. Yep. And they actually were in a relationship, not just mm-hmm. like sort of dated before the ex-girlfriend blackmailed him into breaking up with her. Like, yeah. And him just saying, yeah, you're moving quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, you're not moving quickly enough. So yeah. Yeah, he's just in no
1: position to be giving relationship advice. No, he's not. So yeah, because Emery was like, "Oh, well, did she? Did she leave? Did she go somewhere?" Mm-hmm. And John says, "No," because that wasn't a goodbye kiss. Which That's I right. love, little snippet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it John, was not. <laughs> yeah, and then John basically tells Emory, "Look, from now on, every decision I make will be made from my love for M. Right. And. I loved that because he's Mm -hmm. ready to commit and Fikri Harika basically runs up They're The whole gang comes up because they want John's opinion on the yacht campaign. They're like, Mm -hmm. nobody can make a decision about the images that they want to use. So JJ comes running up, but then Aziz runs up and he's like, Hey, come to the coast. And he whisks them all off to the coast for some mystery I act, I wrote, he
0: whisks them all the way to the pier. That,
1: <laughs> we're clearly, we're oh clearly. Oh my gosh, this happens too much.
0: <laughs> oh, anyway, sorry. I just, I just oh, love that we okay. both used the same verb. No, um, that's great. So yeah, that, so yeah, he pulls them away to the dock where John's boat used to be. Only it's there parked. Yep. And we find out that Son M used her book advance from the States to buy the boat back mm-hmm. for John. Mm-hmm. And he is clearly overwhelmed and I think slightly confused. And he doesn't want to talk about it in front of everyone. He's like, um, can we talk alone? And so he and Son M kind of walk. A little ways away. Mm -hmm. He basically tells her he can't accept it. He loves her thoughtfulness, but he can't accept it. And she tells him, but this boat is your freedom. It's a piece of you. It's a part of your character. Mm -hmm. And I can't let you turn into someone that you're not for me. Mm -hmm. She says, you caged yourself for me, but I'm opening that cage for you. And it's your choice. And then she walks away and she doesn't Uh say it. She's not saying it meanly. She's not saying it as an ultimatum. So I said it's kind of like a mic drop, but not a bat not a snarky one. Like it's just
1: Yeah. She's 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 opened the door for him and mm-hmm. he can choose whether or not he chooses to step through. Right. So
0: But then everyone's kind of confused because they're like, did they just argue? Like she just right. walked off. Like, um and then luckily that scene ends because then we mm-hmm. get the dream music. Mm-hmm. And it's later that evening because it's dark out. She's writing because clearly her inspiration is back Mm -hmm. and he is standing up on that. I don't know what to call
1: that. He's like above her though. Yeah. It seems to be part of the roof, honestly. Maybe. Yeah. It's like a roof balcony type of a situation. Yeah.
0: So he's just watching her and she's very emotional as she's writing. Like she's got tears in her eyes. Um, And... So then it kind of fades into what seems to be even a little bit later than that. Right. And then it's the Disney
1: music. And then it's the Disney music. (laughs) So she's still writing. uh huh. And there were a couple shots of her writing and I tried to use Google Translate Mm -hmm. to take a picture and and translate it and it just wasn't working. So Uh, if anybody has a translation of that or if they know what she was writing about that, I'm sure it would be interesting. Yes. Um, because I'm almost positive
0: Tina or Miriam probably have that letter probably. translated, but we would have to scroll through so many tweets to find it. Mm-hmm. Um, it would anyways, be basically yeah. impossible. So yeah. if somebody has it, send it to us because I want to know what that letter said.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So um, so then John comes um, and he comes to see her and – And he
0: wastes no time. He pulls no. her close. He sits down with her and he just sort oh my of. gosh. Yeah.
1: He's he like all envelops.
0: Uh uh-huh. He like envelops her and pulls her close.
1: And yeah, I'm totally here for it. So he asks if he's interrupting. And I love it.
2: Like, she's answer. like,
1: You interrupt me a lot. <laughs> and then he's like, Oh, then I'm always on your mind. Great. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> so she asks if he made a decision and, um, he kind of hems and haws a little bit to yes make,
0: make her sweat because she's like, "Come on, John!" Like, because he says, "What do you think?" And what do you want me to do? And she's like, "Well, you know, I want you to accept it." So, what did you do? And he kind of is quiet, and she's like, "John!"
1: Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. so he's like, "Well, now that I love you so, so, so much, and d- oh, did I miss something? I don't think so. Oh." He just says, now that I love you so, so, so much. And then she says, you did.
0: Yes. Okay. She, like she it's the way he says it. Yes. Because she basically is like, well, as you know, I love you so, so much. And then, so she's clearly taking that as because I love you, I'm going to accept it.
1: Yes. And so he's like, yes, I did. He says, I swore not to upset you ever again. And then she calls him a rascal again. <laughs> and then I they kiss. It. And they kiss. <laughs> oh, wait. No, they almost kiss. Oh, stupid bone. Because Mevkabe calls. Stupid, Ugh. stupid bone. Stupid parents. So what happens is they video call her because Mevkabe can't leave her children alone. Nope. And then they realize somebody's with her. Because they see an arm. They see an arm <laughs> and-,
0: <laughs> and John's like, it's, it's me attached to the arm. <laughs> I love that. He's not hiding. Yes. And she's I- not
1: being secretive either. Which no, is good. but
0: yeah, he's not like reluctant to come into the screen. Like he knows how they feel about him, but he is like, not, I just, he's like, he wants to be out in the open and Yes, because that's so John, like, you know, even back when they first got together. Yeah, He didn't want them to be secretive. So I do love that he wasn't just kind of hiding away in the shadows and letting her talk to them. It was like, no, I'm here and I'm not going to hide that.
1: Well, and and I'm proud of her for not wanting to hide it because that's mm-hmm. also a way that they've grown from the beginning of the show. At right. the beginning, she was not, she didn't want to tell her parents. She wanted to keep a secret so that they could wait and explain everything. And now she's like, well, it no, it's John that's next to me. Mm-hmm. So obviously they're not happy. Things are still not quite where we want them to be with the right. parents. So, right. um, that's kind so, of go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say the phone call ends. She's basically like, okay, well, I won't interrupt
0: you. I'll let you go, even though it's clear that they are not happy about the situation. Right. So, they hang up the phone and they're, you know, they start to speculate, like, what if they're back together? What if this? What if that? Yeah. And then, luckily, we get to swing back over to where John and Son M are.
1: Yes, and and, and John,
0: says, uh, yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> does she ask, does she ask, or does he ask one of them says, "Where were we?
1: something like that, yeah, and I think he I, I, he, well, like yanks he says her back. He says, "I have one condition
0: to mm-hmm. accepting
1: the boat, and he says, "Don't call it John's boat, call it it call it our boat, our boat, yeah. and then. We get kisses. We get a face (laughs) grab, and he
0: kisses her, and he strokes her hair. Oh, we get major snugs. snugs. Oh, Oh, you guys. So good. And then she falls asleep because who would not fall asleep in that big burly bear's arms? I mean, yeah. And he, because he's John, of course, he Mm -hmm. can... Pick her up like it's nothing. Yep. And oh my gosh, that shot of him holding her in his arms as he's walking into the house. Mm -hmm. I don't know why it affected me so much. (laughs) I think because I feel like I've seen scenes like this described in books. (laughs) And it's like,
1: this is now the personification of the hero carrying the heroine. Well, and there's something about the two of them. Yes. It's, they are. They are the special couple. Like they are. They fully personify the ultimate on screen couple Mm -hmm. because of their insane chemistry. So if it's not like two characters, it's not like some, it it, it wouldn't feel that same way with other people. No. Well, and it
0: hasn't, because I'm sure we've seen how many shows or movies where the guy's carrying the girl in whatever capacity. And you're like, oh okay <laughs> it's sweet or it's part of the story this was just like but but when it's john and son you're like oh my, oh my gosh i know <laughs> so he saunters on into the house and mm-hmm. sets her on the couch he gets and gets then- her all covered up and snuggled yep and as he's walking away she's still
1: asleep but she calls his name yep And she starts talking in her sleep Mm
2: -hmm. and then
1: secrets are revealed because she's (laughs) talking about her flip-flops and they're on the beach. And she says the names of the three children that she's dreamt about for so long. Right. Cause she's like, can you find uh, Denise's shoes? Mm -hmm. They're always left on the
0: beach. And she says something about something to one of the other kids. Like, so yeah, their names come out and John is just. He is just smitten. He's, like,
1: so happy. Because he he stopped. He was on his way out, but when she Mm -hmm. calls his name in her sleep, then he stops and turns around, and he ends up sitting down next to her and just kind of watching her for a little bit as she's chatting in her sleep.
0: And then kisses her shoulder Mm -hmm. and then leaves her to sleep. Yeah. And uh, it was just so good. So good.
1: And then (laughs) – Go ahead. Uh, well, it's the next day,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and we've got Muzo, JJ, and Doren talking about the bazaar in and the in the atelier. I th- I liked that. Dina Dina said that Simon's yes. little little dungeon oh, where oh, she cre- <laughs> what I called the crematorium. crematorium. <laughs> she said it could also be called an atelier. So we'll yes use, we'll use. Dina's, Dina's superior term. Yes.
0: <laughs> um, They're in but, the atelier. But what is Doren wearing? That
1: shirt. I know. It's like they tacked on. A part of a sleeve. Part of a sleeve. It's like just put a cute little cape on her or something. Right. Like if you're going to do that, it was just weird. Agreed. Um, so the textile company calls the the curse word textile company since they had to bleep it out apparently. Um, And they're, they're all excited and they're Mm -hmm. basically planning for the meeting. And JJ, JJ says for the first time out of like 20 more times that he's going to say it in the episode, we are back, baby. (laughs) We are back. I love it. I love when he speaks English.
0: (laughs) Say my name, say my name. (laughs)
1: I was I was watching that part yesterday and I was cracking up and I rewound it and I was like, Eric, did you hear this? <laughs> I was like, can you understand what he's saying? <laughs> and he's like, no. I was like, oh, well, he is speaking English. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
0: <gasps> oh, yeah. So that's all going on. Sonem, meanwhile, is setting the table outside
1: yes. and
0: arguing with her inner voice. This is where she's telling herself like, no, like, don't start thinking bad thoughts. Like, don't start freaking out or doubting because you know he was right about ye. Yada yada. Hi, Eric. Is Eric in the room? <laughs> he
1: <with you>? was. <laughs> <laughs> he, he walked in and he put his finger up to his mouth to tell me to be quiet.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: random side note. Uh-huh. So yesterday, I'm watching it. I'm watching the episode, and he comes up and he watched a, a little bit with me. Mm-hmm. And Sanem was on the screen. And uh he's like, he's like, oh, she's a pretty girl. And I was like, yes, she is. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, do you want to watch with me? Uh-huh. <laughs> but he said no. <laughs> Too
0: funny. Um, so yeah. So she's telling herself, like, well, you know, he was right about ye, like, don't start letting your mind run away from you. And he walks out, sets the table with her, because he's like, here's my eggs and tomatoes. And feeds her breakfast, and JJ mm. walks in and sees them eating alone together. Uh-huh. And I feel like this is when he knows for sure. He doesn't say it. Well, because he's so he's
1: like, "Are you guys? Are uh-huh. you are you back?" And then he uh-huh. stops because he realizes he doesn't want to know. And then but- Sunem's like, "JJ, do you want to hear a secret?" And he's <laughs> like, "No." <laughs> Oh my god! And then he panics, mm-hmm. and then he jumps in the pool. Mm-hmm. So we get a little reprisal of his original panic. That's right. And uh, he keeps ducking under the water to like prevent Sanem from saying anything to him. Right. And each time he pops up out of the water, he tells him about the curse word textile company. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then the last time he pops up, she's like, she's like, but let me tell you a secret. <laughs> and then that's kind of it so oh man
0: it's just comical because Mm -hmm. it's very classic JJ so Fikri Harika is still working John M is both there but they're just in their (laughs) own ridiculously adorable (laughs) bubble
1: they're so swoony eyed and everybody else is just watching them
0: Uh, and Jay, except for JJ, he's just babbling about the coffee that they need to have at the agency. Yeah. And he, we, he says we are back baby several more times mm-hmm. because he tells Aziz about like this textile company that's going to come. So they start working on trying to make the farm look more professional mm-hmm. because they're actually getting a visit from clients. Right. And, but yeah, John is just too busy making googly eyes while everyone else is running amok. Mm-hmm. And the, as the customers are supposed to be there, they're getting worried because they're like, they're late. Maybe they're lost. Like They're like an hour late. Yes. So they're a little stressed. Then they do walk up, yeah. but they are covered in mud. Bandit has stolen one of their briefcases. And the one guy has this horrible injury on his leg. Yes. Because they talk about seeing blood. Yeah. Um, and basically it's chaotic. They yeah. the whole point of this is for this this company's like this is not a professional setting. You're not yeah. an agency. Mm-hmm. Look at what look at what happened to us. Meanwhile, Harika is all trying to like make it better. Like, we'll help you clean this. It's okay. They're doing everything they can to try to save face and right. not get not get them to not leave. It doesn't work though. They're like, yeah, we're not doing business with you. See mm-hmm. you later. And um Aziz at this point is like, listen, guys. It kind of sounds like he's saying you know, I think you need to let the company go. Yeah. Because let me tell you my part, my mission's accomplished. The only reason I even involved myself is because I knew John would stay for Sun M. Mm -hmm. So I involved myself to stay, to make sure these two found their way back to each other. Yeah. Clearly they have. Yeah. And so he's kind of the one that really outs them. Like, yeah. Cause he's like, look, obviously they have, look at these two. Mm -hmm. And So yeah, I'm, my shares, I'm giving them back. Like I'm done. I'm out. My part is over. So it was never really about him wanting to revive the company or anything like that. So he doesn't care. Like he's like company can take, like can stay or leave. Like it did what it was supposed to, which Mm -hmm. was get these two back together. Yep. Um, So then
1: Denise, every, everybody kind of realizes what he said. Mm -hmm. And then Denise is like, uh, Hey, can I talk to you? (laughs) So she and Sanem go into the house, and Denise is like, look, are you guys back together? She, she basically is like, what happened? What? Mm-hmm. What's the reason? Why would you do this after everything that's happened? And then <laughs> Sanem starts to explain, but then she looks outside. <laughs> you guys, and- this is the most thirsty scene so because pointless. it's <laughs> so incredibly pointless. no reason. No I- I cannot think of any logical reason or why this would be happening.
0: Because John has his own house on the property where
1: he can shower. Okay. He, it's it's not not like he has soap with him. He's literally just hosing himself down he did shirtless, just dirty. shirtless. <laughs> he didn't just get dirty he wasn't like digging in the farm no doing yard work that. no he didn't just give the dog a bath like he just she just looks outside he takes off his shirt and then he starts spraying himself down <sighs> but just, oh my gosh
0: but denise also sees and is like yeah, I think I get it now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. Obviously, obviously, that was the whole point. Like that was the only reason.
0: But as far as the plot goes, it made <laughs> it wasn't even like the shirt was dirty. Like no. if he had chased the dog or something and was covered in mud, like at least then it was like, oh okay, let me t- pull this dirty shirt off and uh-huh. hose myself down before I go in the house.
1: <laughs> nope. Nope. Nope.
0: It was just so we could see his glistening body.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. So.
0: So. <laughs> so now John M's on the boat.
1: Yes. It's that evening. hmm And they are, if there's the ever noodling. been a doubt, if there was a doubt before, there is no doubt now. These two are together. They are mm-hmm. back together 110% look at the snoogles. I yep. just, I love it. I love it. I love it. So we have a nice big conversation here. Mm-hmm.
0: There are forehead kisses also. I want to point oh, out. Oh yeah. Cause I love forehead kisses. <laughs> um, and he asks her, what are you, or no, she asks him first. I think, what are you thinking about? And he says, you Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and he says only you, just you. And then he basically asks her the same thing, and she's like, "Well, I I think about you sometimes too." <laughs> and it's just, it's yeah, it's lovely.
1: Uh huh.
0: Ex- except, um, do we get another Facetime?
1: Um, yes, but is it? Is it? before or it's after be- the conversation it's
0: before it's okay. before so yes nini hot and Bay are rambling because i think they're still trying to contemplate what's going on from their last facetime phone call yes so they facetime her again and i wrote him, stop answering your mother's phone calls when you're with seriously. john seriously um, but again john shows his face
1: mm-hmm.
0: and because he's got nothing to hide and, um, they chat for a couple of minutes and hang up. So mm-hmm. it doesn't do anything to calm their fears or anything like that. No, because they're to, they're again in the same place at the same time. yeah, and but they hang up, thank God. And there's more boat snuggling. And yes. John just says to her, "Let's go." Mm-hmm. And she says, "Let's go where?" And he says to Galapagos, uh-huh." And she's like, okay, when? He's like, now, as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. And she's and,
1: like, you're serious? And he's and like, very flash-
0: Yes, there's flashbacks um, during this. Yes. And, you know, he's basically like, let's, let's, and she's kind of like, up and go, like, leave everyone, everything. And he's like, well, not really. I mean, yes, it would just be the two of us, but just for a couple of years, I'll take photos and you can write about our adventure. Mm-hmm. And, you know, She's a little apprehensive about leaving everyone behind, which is very classic on M. because one of the flashbacks is also when she's like saying, we can't just leave everyone behind. Yes. But I also think she was seeing it in a new light when it flashes back to that, because all she saw when that particular flashback came, when that episode aired, all she saw is like, you want to run away from your problems. You want to run away from the issues. And I can't do that. Right. Well. I think she's seeing in a new light. It's not that he wanted to like run away from everyone, but he wanted to run away with her. Like she was the whole point of that, not escaping everyone, but just getting to be with her. Mm -hmm. And I think she sees that. I think that was the whole point of that flashback was she finally saw that conversation for what it was supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And John says, listen, we'll only be gone for two years. Mm -hmm. And when we come back, We'll bring three surprises to your parents. <laughs> and she says three surprises. And he says, Denise, Yildiz, and Alesh, or Atesh, I think is how you say it, which is the names of their the three kids. Kids, Yeah. Sanem looks at him and she's like, what did you just say? Like, how did you hear about that? And he says, basically, like, um, you were dreaming last yeah. night. And yeah, so he basically says, let them give us two years and then we'll come back and get married and have children. Yep. And I love it because he's just looking at her so hopefully because she's Mm -hmm. not saying anything. And then she very enthusiastically shouts, (laughs) (laughs) "Mm -hmm." and then they hug and there's more cute, sweet kisses. Yeah. And yeah, so it made me happy because this time she is. I don't even want to call it running away. Like, cause they're not running away. Right. Um, but, but they're taking, just...
1: they're, t- they're taking the time that they want to take. And mm-hmm. he, I, I think part of it is that John's thinking, you know, we lost a year together. Right. And so we have no time to lose now. We need mm-hmm. to, we should be together and we should take advantage of the mm-hmm. fact that we are back together. So, um, it's so it's the next morning, and then um, John M. John and Son M. <laughs> I always write John M. in my notes just to make it shorter for my note taking. <laughs> I do so, the same thing. Yeah. So the Idans are having breakfast, and John and Son M. come over basically mm-hmm. to break the news that they made up and that they're going to be going, not only that they made up, but that they're going to be going on a trip for two years. Yep. So Nihat and I've. What <laughs> I just,
0: I have so many feelings about this particular, I know because it's like, gosh, they're being so awful. And this, when this scene happens and they start to have this ugly reaction, mm-hmm. this is when I'm so angry about the fact that Yeet wasn't found out because they bring back the fact that look what him being gone for a year did to her. I, you know, like she was, he doesn't That's even know. That's a about. really good point. He doesn't know about all the time she spent in the clinic. I mean, he knows about it, but he wasn't there for it. Right. And it's like, listen, John is not why she spent all that time in the clinic. Yeet mm-hmm. is. And you guys think he was, you know, the greatest thing since sliced bread because he
1: was by Sonam's side
0: this whole time, but right. he was the cause of it. Because and John was
1: just as tortured. He just happened to be gone on his boat as right. he was being that tortured.
0: Yeah. So he was all alone. When right. his torture, mm-hmm. he didn't even have the support of anyone around him. Right. And so this is where it just makes me so, so mad because, yeah.
1: yeah. So Nihat starts freaking out, tells them to call the doctor because he's, his blood pressure is spiking. And <laughs> I know it's, it's pretty stinking manipulative, honestly. Yes. Especially later when M comes to talk to him. Oh Yeah. Yeah. We'll get there. Mm -hmm. So he basically is like, I'm not letting you do either of those things. You can't go on a two year trip with him and you can't marry him. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, call the doctor. Mm -hmm. So. And storms off. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. So some mystery guy comes to the farm. We break, we break back to the farm and some mystery guy comes and He wants to speak with son M. Mm -hmm. We'll put a pin in that. Uh, So now we've got the father-daughter chat. Yes, this is so. So here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I understand when you're not part of a relationship, when Mm -hmm. you're on the outside, and when you care about someone a lot, and you've seen someone get really hurt by -hmm. another person. One hundred percent, that would be really, really difficult to be like, sure, fine. Take my daughter and go away for two years after she was this horribly messed up Mm -hmm. when you left. I like, I I do understand, and I do have empathy for Nihat in this situation, and I understand where he's coming from. Really, truly, I do.
0: I do. It doesn't excuse the ugliness that you're about to talk about. I do want to say, though. Layla was also the same way. And we understood why she was the way she was towards John when he first came back, but clearly she could see how good it was for Sonam and the changes in her that she hadn't seen in over a year and how she much she was smiling and just more carefree. And this was before they were even back together. This was just John being present. And even, so even Layla could see that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so it's like, and Layla has just as much reason to feel the way she does as the parents do. Mm-hmm. So it's like, listen, if Layla could see that, even though she spent a year being mad at him and not talking to him for a long time after he got back, like, then you guys need to see this too. And
1: he's just refusing to. And, and the part that, the part that gets me, cause I think you're right. And I think mm-hmm. Layla's a good example of what they could have done. And honestly, Mevkabe is the lesser evil in this situation. She is because I re- didn't realize because I hadn't seen this episode mm-hmm. subbed. I didn't realize until later on when we get that little scene. Moment. Mom. Uh, well, not even that one. The one later, uh, during the goodbye party when it flashes over to Mevkabe and Nehat, and they're in bed together. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and she's like, okay, but she's happy. Like mm-hmm. her mm-hmm. happiness is what matters, and she is actually like. On Team John and more understanding. So right. I really appreciated that. Agreed. Um, but it's it's very clear from this conversation that we're about to talk about between Nihat and Sanem that he, he doesn't want to be told anything. Nope. He doesn't want his opinion changed. And he's being pretty manipulative and nasty about it yep. to his own daughter. Yep. So she comes up to the room because she's obviously upset that Mm -hmm. her dad is this upset that she's going to be doing this and tells her, no, you can't go on this trip. No, you can't marry him. Yeah. So he's like, okay, you want to talk, then talk. And she's like, dad, don't be like this. And he says, I hope you have kids someday. And when those kids make big mistakes, don't do what I did, dear. And she's like, okay. And he says, "If I'm alive, I'll see you in two years." That was so ugly and gross
0: and mean. This is where it was like, see, this is
1: where I want to understand you, but Mm -hmm. nothing, nothing excuses that. Yeah. And he's, she's like, "Don't be like this." Mm -hmm. And he's like, he's like, "Say it, say it, and it will be however you like." You tell me that as well. Should I be thankful that you're going with the guy who made you sick? who took you to the ominous adventures. And she's like, Dad, he's changed a lot. Mm -hmm. And they both have, really. Right. And he's like, I hope he does. I hope the man who broke the heart of my sweetheart, he's like, I hope he dies. (laughs) That's horrible. He's like, I hope the man who broke the heart of my sweetheart will get ripped apart and dies. Knee hot bro. Yep. Uh, and so Sanem obviously is upset. And right. She's like he, it, the whole conversation is just horrible. Cause he's like, mm-hmm. she's like, dad, he's my sweetheart. He's like, mm-hmm. what if he gets indecisive again? What if he lets you down again and breaks your heart? How will I come back to you? How will I swim? How, will I, how will I put the pieces of your broken heart back together? Tell me and he's like, you don't have an answer, do you? And it's like, bro, way to turn it back on yourself and to make right. it about you. Right. That's, is that what you're thinking about? You're thinking about how you'll be affected by mm-hmm. her? I know that it appears that you're looking out for her, but the right. way that that's worded really bothered me. Agree. So he's like, okay, great. Just He basically says, leave me alone and I probably won't be available to say goodbye to you anyway. And my thing is like, okay.
0: So you're upset about this, mm-hmm. but you're okay with leaving on such terrible terms with your daughter for two years. Mm-hmm. Like you're just fine with this being the last conversation you have before she's gone for two years.
1: I, I guess so. Yeah. So
0: yeah. To, so- to leave
1: her to leave her by saying, "I hope John dies." <laughs>
0: like. <laughs> And hopefully I I don't in the next couple of
1: years. Oh my gosh. Guess what,
0: Nihat, Guess what? If you do die, it's because you're a petulant child who chooses to continue to eat things that are terrible for your health. So, anyways. So she was just such a problematic conversation. Agree. She leaves the room after that because what else is there to say to that? And seriously. Um She does see her mom downstairs Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: I love, well, before that, I love it because John, when Bay gets up from the table, he's like, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you haven't, you haven't said much since we said this. And she basically is like, well, fine. I'll say it now. Like basically you asked for it and you're in for it. Mm -hmm. And she basically says, look, John, we're not the kind to hold a grudge mm, lies. Yeah, but we haven't forgotten how much M suffered and she, and he, you know, he doesn't have much to say to that, but just that he loves her daughter. He's not going to do anything to hurt her or make her sad again. And, you know, Bay is basically like, yeah, I hope so. And then she sees M in the kitchen Mm -hmm. and says, look, it's your life. It's your decision. Basically, your happiness is my happiness, and that's what I want is for you to be happy, but I will break the heart of anyone who hurts you. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, okay, that's all right. Like,
1: yep, that's reasonable. I, I that is reasonable. And, and it includes it includes, you know, the the parental love and sense of protection that they right. it would obviously have for her. Mm-hmm. but it's not unreasonable, right. And yep. it's not, I hope that John dies. Yeah. The fact that he said that, I was like, I was blown away. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't. I was like, this is a joke. There's no, this
0: is a joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You think him being gone for a year ruined your daughter? What the heck do you think would happen to her if he died? Seriously. Anyways. Anyways. So at this point, Mevka Bays walked out of the room. John walks up to Son M. He mm-hmm. wipes her tears. And I love this because he's like, you know what? we don't have to go on this trip. Mm -hmm. And this is where it's like, yes, this is where we see the growth in M and her priorities because she says, no, um, she puts him first and she says, we are going to go. And he says, but do you really want to leave like this? She says, no, I don't want to leave like this, but I also don't want to stay like this. either. And they leave hand in hand from yeah, that Yeah, she's,
1: she's like, we don't win. She's like, either way, it's bad. Right. So yep. why why not? Why don't, you know, we might as well just go and have a good two years together. Yep. So that made me so happy
0: because mm-hmm. 20 episodes ago, M would not have done that. She would have been like, I can't go, John. My parents are too upset about it. Yep. We're, we're not going. Yep. And I love it because he... Offered it to her to give her an out so that it wouldn't have been her idea. Yep. So she could have very easily been like, okay, because, oh, it was his idea. But nope, she steps up and I love it.
1: Yep. And now it's the two of them against the world. Yes. And that's all that we've ever wanted. all we've ever asked for. That's all we've ever asked for. Writers. Uh Mm Uh-huh. (laughs) Mm-hmm. So... We're back at the, f-
0: now we're back at the farm yes. because that dude has been waiting. He had told them like, I don't care. I'll wait for her to get back. Yeah. So they get back to the farm and this guy's like a CEO of a cosmetic company. He basically wants to buy M's cream. He's like a good Fabry. Like, yeah. He wants to buy M's cream and mass produce it,
2: mm-hmm. but he's
0: going to need her help because they can't do it on their own.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: at least until she kind of tweaks it correctly and shows them how to do it. Right. He. There the amount's not shown, but he clearly offers her a crap ton of money to do this. And so she's like, I need to talk to my partner. So she and John (laughs) kind of walk off for a second and they have a quick little chat. Of course, everyone is like hoping she says yes, because this would probably be the influx of money that Fikri Harika needs to keep going. Right. And she says, You know what? No, I'm sorry. We're actually leaving for two years. So I won't be able to stay and help with that. But Mm -hmm. if we get if we get
1: back and you're still interested. Cool. Let me know. Yeah. We'll consider it. And that that basically is like the big reveal to everybody Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. they're back together and they're going on a trip and it's the whole big announcement and everybody's really excited for them. Yes. Yeah. So that's a lot of fun. Except I love it because
0: Muzo says, don't go to Papua New Guinea. They stole my wife. (laughs) I totally missed that. He was saying a bunch of there was a bunch of stuff that came out of his mouth that was translated, but that was like the funniest.
1: That's really funny. Like,
0: oh, don't go to Papua New Guinea while you're on that adventure because they <laughs> stole my wife.
1: So. so now we have a lovely little section of the episode. Yes. That yes, is... everything's
0: much more lighthearted. It's cute and sweet.
1: Yep we'll call this portion lovers on a boat mm-hmm. and it's basically them being adorable and yes. John teaching her all of the things about the boat and he starts calling her macho. And she's, he's like, he's like, I insist that you call me captain while we're on the boat. <laughs> and, she, and she, she
0: gives her a little play on words and she's like, well, you're captain John. So I'll call you cap John. huh. <laughs> So she him. Have you noticed? I, I sort of. I don't want to say I hate this because I don't hate it, but I'm like, man, our poor girl never gets justice. Because girlfriend learned how to cook and actually do well in the kitchen. Oh, while I know. John was gone, but that girl is so flustered anytime he is around. Yeah. Her attempts at cooking always fail, mm-hmm. so she never gets proven that like she knows how to cook it to John because when she makes that yogurt sauce. She winds up dumping all the spice into it because she's mad at him. She's mad at him. And then she's all flustered trying to make those poached eggs for him when Uh she thinks that was his favorite breakfast. And now she's trying to make pasta on a very wobbly boat. Yes. So sauce and the noodles and ingredients are just going everywhere because it's it's so wobbly chaos. And she's like, I'm making a
1: very beautiful pasta. It's so easy, but it's like all over the place. And then she holds it up because she's got pasta in her hands. And she's like, do you think blonde would be a good color for me? (laughs) (laughs) And of course, he's totally amused by it.
0: Uh So it is cute. But I'm just like, man, couldn't she have made like one good meal? I know. So that like John could see like, look what his woman can do now. Cooking
1: justice for Sun M. Yes. So then a song starts playing. um, Yes. We get these... Not tying lessons with yes.
0: kisses. Yes. All these rope lessons and kisses and flashbacks to their first kiss. Yeah. And, um, and then even to earlier in the episode when he was telling her, like, let's go. So the song that's playing, um, I'll have it in the episode notes, but it's called uh either Deva or Dara. My writing is terrible. Uh Bizet. Sevischler by an artist called Yellen. It is on Spotify. So I'll, I'll have the correct spelling in the notes for you guys, but nice. it's a really pretty song. It feels very fitting for the situation. Um, and then later that night, they're still on the boat. Yeah. They're just so sweet. They're, it is. I, I just love them. Me too. So, oh, and there's like hand kisses too. Remember when mm-hmm. he like grabs her hands and like kisses them and, they're just, they just—they have a really great day on the
1: boat together. They do, they do. So, um, they, yeah, they're just talking. They're kind of recapping their day, and John's mm-hmm. quizzing her on all of the knowledge that she learned. And then uh, they have one wonder, uh, one last big, beautiful kiss,
0: mm-hmm. and then
1: they come back from the dock, and there's their going away party is happening. Yes.
0: Um, did you notice though when she when they're talking on the boat? And they're just kind of having, you know, they're chatting about stuff and it comes up that she's like, well, maybe I'll write a children's book one day. And he's yes. like, I think that's a great idea, but you better write three uh-huh. because they'll get jealous. Like one for each kid. I just thought that was so cute.
1: Yeah. Cause she says something like, I have a motto, uh, Capchan and macho on a world tour. Yes. And then t- that, that kind of sparks them talking about like a children's book or yeah. something like that. So yeah, really cute. So anyways, goodbye party. So farewell party. Uh-huh. So everybody's there. Um, I, I thought but it's Dor- really depressing. It is. And then Duran comes and she's got glasses and I thought it, I thought she had glasses cause she was sad they were leaving, but it's, so not. Did I.
0: it's because again, because the company, as far as they know, is just kind of disbanding. Cause there's, yeah. you know, um, For all the reasons we mentioned earlier, there's no influx of cash. They don't have a place. And basically Aziz is like, well, John M's together. So I don't really care about the company anymore. And so Duran called her old employer to get a job. So she's (laughs) back to being a chicken lady. And that's what she's crying
1: about "Eh, because I'm a poultry girl again. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So she like gives them this really sad toast.
0: (laughs) It's like the saddest goodbye speech.
1: Oh, my gosh. And then there's obviously supposed to be the bridge building between John M. and Huma, but I could not – it really just makes me mad.
0: I Here's my thing. This makes me think, because this is the last Aisha written episode, so Mm -hmm. we can't even blame this on, like, the future writers. Mm Mm-hmm. I think it was never – well, first of all, Aisha's not the one who ever brought mom back onto the show. So I have no idea if that was ever even a thing that was going to happen. But it seems like if that wasn't Aisha's plans ever, it was never to be that extent of a villain maybe. I don't know. But then she's also the one that made Huma that bad of a villain by plotting the whole hospital fake injury thing because that was an Mm. Aisha written episode. That
1: was thirty nine. Um. Maybe so- they were – maybe the, Maybe she was giving them an out to, like, get her written off the show. Yeah. Like, because Selim mm-hmm. obviously is a fan of Huma's. Right. And he comes out of nowhere yeah. and, you know, is taking her back into the Mahale and all this stuff. Maybe it was mm-hmm. supposed to be a type of situation – where they're reunited and she remember when he takes her back to the Mahale and she's like such a rich, uh, and charming man. Mm-hmm. So we all know she's a gold digger. Right. So maybe the whole idea was for the two of them to end up in a relationship together. And then he her takes her away. her away back to Puerto Rico. Yeah. yeah that's true. Cause then at <laughs> least if John and son M are gone, Mm-hmm. Or if John and M are together and it's like, okay, everything's fine
0: mm-hmm. between
1: Huma and John and M. now she can leave.
0: Yeah, that would, I guess. I just, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I've i tried to justify or explain <laughs> this away in my head because it's just so frustrating that neither she it, or Yi got found out for any of their major crimes. Yeah. Um. Either way. So Huma arrives with Lame, and mm-hmm. Huma basically is like, I support this adventure with all my heart. Like, I'm so happy for you guys. And I just, you know, wrote too little, too late, but you know. Yeah. Um, she hugs her son, she hugs Sonam, M. Like, yeah. And again, Son M's like, Wow, like I don't detect any type of like um ulterior motives in what she's saying. Like, I really think she means it. Yeah. So I guess that's good that she's not going to be meddling in their relationship anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, And then of course the items aren't there when Sonam asks Layla, like where mom and dad. So it's just kind of a depressing party. And then that's when Duran's sobbing speech happens that you mentioned. And it, it's just kind of like, oh, my gosh. But then Muzo and JJ give them those little sailor and captain hats. and
1: Yeah, and then it, John gives them a little speech, and mm-hmm. he's like, it's hard to say goodbye, and we'll miss you all, but we'll come back to you. Right. And, um, so it's, you know, it's a nice, cute little party. It's sad, it but um, everybody at least says goodbye, except yes. for the horrible Idens. Yep. So um, we flash so. over to them. Which you kind of touched on this a little bit. Go ahead. Yeah. But, and I didn't take extensive notes, but basically Mm -hmm. Mevkabe, like I said. is trying to talk sense into him. Yeah. She's like, their happiness is what matters now. And I think that she understands that Mm -hmm. Sanem has made this decision and whether we like it or not, she's going to go on this trip and they're going to get married. Mm -hmm. And if they're happy, then we should be happy for them. But Nihat throws a fit and turns over and goes to sleep because now he's mad at his wife.
0: Yeah, because he's a child. So I love this. John has her blindfolded with Mm -hmm. the bandana. Yep. Which I just loved because I feel like it's a nice little callback to when he was blindfolded with it. Yeah. And this is just, it's so, oh, I said there's a surprise. There's an outdoor, like, camp kind of, kind of glamp camp set up. you know, pillows and blankets and lights and just it's very um like magical feeling. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he basically, you know, is like, I thought we could spend our last night out here together before we take off tomorrow. Yeah. And she says goodbye to her head voice that yes. that she won't need her anymore. Yep. And um and i love it because john's like oh what what's going on? And she's like oh don't worry i was just talking to my head voice. She won't be with us on the trip. <laughs> like,
1: oh, so it really is just the two of us. <laughs> so they get all comfy on the hammock mm-hmm. and they're talking about the trip and yeah. she's like okay so captain where will we anchor first? And then he says here and me. <laughs> I was like <laughs> I was like, John, boy's copping to feel right on screen.
0: Clearly, it's meant to be sweet, like, we'll anchor here in her heart. touching her
1: heart, but I was
0: like... But um, he's got very big hands, so they they, they cover quite the geographical area of her chest.
1: He he also didn't seem to be aiming particularly high, so... so he's like well here he's like but if you're talking about in life then marriage but mm-hmm. if you're talking about the navigation of our trip I was thinking Lesbos Island and mm-hmm. so it's you know they're just having a little conversation and yes and the trip so yes
0: so that's how they fall asleep they snuggle and um they sleep in the hammock all night together yeah. a la a la episode 11.
1: 11.
0: Like we just watched this last week in the group. We should know. Um, so I love it. The next morning it's Bon voyage day. Mm -hmm. Son M kind of wakes up first. She's looking at the boat. You can tell she's kind of contemplating a lot in her head. Mm -hmm. Um, because as much as she's like, yeah, we're leaving. You can tell she's still upset about how things were left with her family. Yeah. John, John wakes up and sees that because he just knows her little heart so well. And, He basically says, you know what, Um, let's go see your parents first. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I know know you don't want to leave like this, so let's not leave like this. We will go over there and I will do whatever I need to to convince them that I love their daughter, that I'm going to take care of her, and that I'm not going to hurt her again. Because you know what? If that were my daughter and she came to me, if one of our kids, if Denise came to me and said, dad, I'm running away with a handsome man on a trip for two years,
1: yeah, basically,
0: basically saying like he knows how that would feel. And yeah. I love it because she kind of goes, well, Denise is a boy <laughs> and, <laughs> and he's like, oh, well then the twins, is it a boy and a girl? And she goes, nope, two girls. And he's like, oh boy, like I'm going to have my hand. <laughs> so they borrow, um, the car of another boat owner, it seems.
1: Yes. And he gave his keys to Emre. Yes. So they're heading back over. Um, and Sunim is clearly still upset. She had mentioned mm -hmm. earlier that she had tried to call her parents several times and neither of them answered. Mm -hmm. So he's like, Mm -hmm. Oh, you have a long face again. And she's like, no, I just kind of zoned out. Um, And he's like, don't worry. Before we go, Mm -hmm. uh, he's like, we won't leave before we make up with your mom and dad. They'll understand how much I love you and that I won't hurt you Mm -hmm. again. He says, I promise you. And then.
0: So he grabs her hand. They're holding hands. And then the world stops, you guys. Because. Because
1: of course. Of course. We finally get what we want. They are finally together. It's finally the two of them against the world. And what happens? A truck slams into them. Of course. Of course, this is what happens. Of course. And let me tell you, like, we haven't been through enough. (laughs) I know. You guys,
0: this was such a good episode. And then this happens. And it (gasps) is so shocking because as much as I feel like, looking back like okay clearly that was the setup for this uh-huh. because they're in a car driving for a long period of time I did not see it coming when it was live I was no. like something obviously like I don't know what I thought was going to happen I I was genuinely shocked and I like shrieked
1: when so- it happened for the first time <laughs> so when this happened I did not watch this episode live I was up in mammoth over the summer. And and I get a text message from Kristen that's like screaming. She's like screaming at me. She's like, Ashley.
0: (laughs) Because of course, this is like one of the very few times we were not physically watching the episode together at
1: one of our houses. And I'm with my family and you're like you're like said something about the, the episode, you need to turn it on right now. And and I looked at my phone and I was like <gasps> and then my family's like, what's wrong? <laughs> because I was like, I had so many
0: feelings and I feel like that would have elicited us to do a bonus emergency episode.
1: Oh, totally. But I was but we she was gone it. and
0: hadn't watched it. And so, it was just here's the thing it was Aisha's last episode so we're done with Aisha episodes after this sadly yeah. and i feel like this was a good if it was a writer's last episode i see why she did this because it's a good way to kind of wipe the slate clean so to speak because sure. this could go so many different ways obviously we already know but here's what i was thinking at the time was it could go um she you know nurses him back to health And right. Just her parents and everyone else getting to witness the devotion between the two of them could be the catalyst for them realizing like these two are meant to be together. Yeah. Um, And accepting the relationship. It could be um, I even sort of thought. Mm, They're leaving it on a point where John looks like the worstly injured one. And it would be like, oh, they're focusing all their attention on him, but really M has like internal bleeding or something. And if the tables are turned and she's the one that's more injured and John takes care of her, Mm -hmm. um, or I thought it could be like, you know, one of them loses their memory. Um, and
1: there are just a ton of,
0: there were just essential. so, yes. And so yeah. I, so I could see why she ended it like this. Cause there's so many ways to pick up from there right? Um, as a different set of writers. Right. And unfortunately the writers that came on sort of were, they sort of inherited um a bit of a mess because it was like not, it was like an episode after the next one that they were told.
1: The show was ending. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yep. So they didn't, I'm not sure what their long-term plans had been and we didn't get to see them play out, which was unfortunate because they're a very well-liked set of writers in Turkey. So I was kind of looking forward to seeing what they
1: did. Well, and and with what they chose long-term, that could have worked. Right. Not with the number of episodes that we actually have left. Correct. Which is unfortunate. So. Yeah. Yeah. So basically this, so there's a crash Mm -hmm. and then there's literally like two entire minutes of just slow-mo and just Sun M until before you, it's probably two full minutes before you actually see John. Yes. Like, is he dead? What's going on? I don't see anything. Other
0: than people are kind of trying to talk to her. Someone's on the phone with emergency services and says, send an ambulance. The driver's not doing well.
1: Oh, Uh, my translations didn't have that.
0: And so you get that. But I will say in this two minutes, there are no words spoken. I mean, there's a, there's like a voiceover at some point with Sanem's reading from the book, but Sanem herself in that moment is not speaking. Right. And if it does not speak to her acting chops, how much she conveys just with her face and eyes, Mm
2: -hmm. like
0: looking around the confusion, the injury, the fear, all of that is done so well because she's not saying a word and you Mm -hmm. know exactly what's going on in her mind. You know exactly what she's feeling. Mm -hmm. And then the last thing we get is when she finally looks into the car and John is just slumped over on the seat. He's clearly Mm -hmm. not conscious
1: Mm -hmm. and
0: that's how the episode ends.
1: Yeah. Um, So I have the voiceover. Yes. So she says, we are a total of the moments that we live with the ones that we love. How did we create those moments though? Did we really create them with the decisions that we made? Is the life, is life really all about what happens to us when we plan and decide? Were we birds in the escape alley, or the escape alley itself? Where is the escape alley anyway? Where are the birds? Was there only one bird in the alley? The albatross, the most loyal bird in the world? When you were about to spread your wings and take off, when everything was planned, what did he say? I might just go away someday. That day is not today, it can't be. Oh my gosh horrible. So I'm like, like, well, is the albatross gone? Like, did he, is, did he fly away? So to speak, like what, obviously this is, it's, it's all symbolic again. And right because they, everything was going to be okay. They were on their way. They were ready to leave. Um, and obviously that has, everything has changed. Right. And they can't have their moment anymore. Yep. So that's the end of that episode.
0: Yep. And all I kept thinking was, well, Niha, I hope you're happy. This is all your fault because they wouldn't be driving over to try to make up with you if you hadn't been such a jerk. Yep. Ugh. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. So to this day, I still blame neha for that crash.
1: It, I mean... <sighs> If they didn't have to go back, mm-hmm. then they yep. wouldn't have been in the car. They would have been on the nope. boat. Yep. So, yeah. Um, so on that depressing note, I know. have a question of the week. Oh my gosh, I didn't even think of one. I've been doing all encompassing, like, okay. serious ones. Do you have one? Well, what if we,
0: because I assume most people, have already watched this episode who are listening, if mm-hmm. not all of you. So, what, whether you've seen the ones after this or not, what would you envision for this? What would you do with this car accident scene? Oh, that's a good question. Like, okay, do they go to the hospital? They're fine and they're on their way. Is John critically injured? Is Son really the critically injured one? Something else entirely that we're not thinking of? Like, where, if you were the writers of the next episode, like where would you have this go? That's I'm curious. A good question. Because yeah, I think it's really good because you know, we have already mentioned like the storyline that it does do doesn't really work just because the show wound up getting canceled and they had to hurry and right. finish it. So what would you have done knowing that there's only one, two, three, four, 48, 49, 50. We have four episodes left after this. Yeah. So knowing there's only four episodes left, where would you take this storyline? Mm-hmm. Uh, because I'm curious. And um, what was the other thing? There was something else I was gonna say. I lost it though. Hmm. I don't know. Nope. I lost it. Oh well. But yeah, where would you where would you go from here? Oh, I remember. I think it was Moran. But if I'm wrong, correct me. Somebody claim if this was your thing, because someone had said, you know, knowing what I know now, with what's going to happen. I would have liked 47 to end with them falling asleep on that hammock, waking up and taking their trip. Cause really the only unsolved thing would have been her parents at that point. Yeah. And I could live with that. Like, yeah, then maybe we could just have them come back from their trip in a couple years and see that like things are better.
1: Yeah. But they, they could easily fast forward the trip Mm -hmm. and then continue on with the story. Mm -hmm. And I don't think anyone would have been upset if we did, if we got a quick like you know snapshot view of their trip and then suddenly mm-hmm. it's been two years and they're back yep. and now they're planning a wedding and then yep. now it's them moving on from that and yeah. dealing with Nihat and Mevkebe mm-hmm. and obviously there's gonna be the consequences to the whole situation and them actually leaving, but that right. would be really again it would be the two of them against the world,
0: yep, yep, so yeah. Anyhow, where would you guys go from here? What would the yeah. next four
1: episodes look
0: like after the crash? Mm-hmm. And yeah. So um, quick reminder, like from the beginning, we are going to do a watch party on Saturday. The, uh, don't know the date off the top it would of my be head.
1: April, April 4th.
0: Okay. So April 4th, noon, California time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will do a group watch in the private Facebook group of volume 12 together. Mm-hmm. So join the group. If you'd like to do that, there will be a link in the episode notes, answer every question. Mm-hmm. And yeah, hopefully we'll see you guys in there and we will be back barring anything crazy happening. We'll be back with you guys next week with, uh, volume 48 and what all unfolds after this accident happens. So, yep.
1: so until then, Post to, Hosh- to call.